actors, writers, directors, producers from indie films, feature films, and TV. Getting Real. Hey, it's Nikki Montgomery, and today on the Getting Real podcast, Dave Calloway and I get to hang out with Eric Dane. Eric! Oh my God, how are you? Hello, we're good. How are you? Long time. You guys are so energetic. I love it. Well, <laughs> you know, coffee's your friend. Yeah, exactly. I've, I didn't even pour a cup. I just brought the carafe over to the table. Nice. Oh, perfect. You're doing it right. <laughs> You're doing it right. Well, we have euphoria mania that we need to talk about for sure, but can we go back Excellent. in time real quick? We've got a couple of sort of sideline questions that we know you've got to comment on. One of them is, for me, I was a Grey's Anatomy fan forever, and when I saw that they re-signed for 19 years, Years. Was there ever yep. an expectation that you would steam forever? <laughs> that I would steam forever? I mean, the storylines sort of dictate how long the characters stick around for. And that storyline came to an end. And they have to funnel in new actors and keep it fresh. Now, when I was on that show, seasons two through nine, I think, it was fantastic. I haven't seen any of it recently. I was on it. I came back on Meredith's Beach last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but 19 seasons, I mean, they're doing something right, right? Yeah, they must be, right? <laughs> it seems like a world record. I don't know if it's a world record, but it's close. Well, I think Law & Order is the is the, is the the longest running show on TV. Is it? Yeah. But I know Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Grey's Anatomy is, is hot on their, 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 their tail. Let's talk about Euphoria, because this show is such a an intense show to watch but there was a huge hiatus between the first season and the second season so how do you as an actor get back to that character when it's so far removed yeah that's a good question i mean we had a year and a half off we stopped a week before we were start starting principal photography we we got shut down because of the pandemic as did everybody else i did the necessary preparation season one for this character, I felt like I had a pretty good grip on who he was, that uh, I could pick up where I left off. Now, this season is a little different. Cal is going through different things. He's essentially a, an entirely new character. This guy's sort of living his truth and, and, and dropping this facade, this lie he's been living. So I, tur- I told Sam at the beginning of the season, I said, well, we get to create a whole new Cal because we've never seen him. We've always seen this contained, controlled, sort of poised guy who's got all his ducks in a row, you know, and this season he comes completely undone. Yeah, that's really cool. So basically it's 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 kind of like you get to reinvent this character. Yeah. So calling back everything yeah. that you did wasn't necessarily a, a big thing. Elements of it, but, you know, like you said, I get to re- I got to reinvent the character. That sounds like it's awesome. Now, there are some very heavy topics in this show, and as mm-hmm. a parent, does that freak you out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I have two girls. I have two girls, 12 and 10. So it is a little terrifying. But, um, you know, on the flip side, it's it's a good conversation starter, you know. But, you know, it seems to me when we watch this uh, kind of material, I don't know, does it seem to you that, I don't know, we're getting tougher, you know, as viewers too? Uh, because it seems like it's stuff that you kind of go, gosh, can we handle it? And we do. So you think we're getting, you think we're getting more callous as viewers? Uh, maybe. Maybe, you know, because yeah. I, I feel like, you know, there's like Handmaid's Tale kind of material out there. And then anything that is heavy duty, you know. Uh, yeah, I couldn't it's... watch that show. That was way too heavy for me. Yeah. It's same. <laughs> so it's good to know. I when listen, when 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 that gal 
like had to make it to the garage and then there was a wolf on top of everything else. I'm just like, she can't catch a break. I can't watch the show anymore. I'm exhausted. I hear you. <laughs> so we read an article this morning about Dare and they're coming That's after the show. Around, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, they want to sit down with the producers and talk about how we're handling or representing drug use, which, you know, I never thought this show was a love letter to drug use. No. In fact, Zendaya's character, like, you know, I don't want that life. Exactly. So I'd be interested to see what materializes out of this, but uh, I can't imagine that uh, that anything, I can't imagine HBO is going to back off their position on this. And the way that I look at it is, it's, it, like you said, it's not a love letter to drugs, but also they know what they're doing with this show, you know, and it isn't like this is some big glamorous life that these kids are living. And so, Correct. you know, this is, it, it's kind of like a warning. It's a cautionary tale, I agree. Well, and how many times have you heard that HBO, I mean, say, uh, I've heard them say this, hey, we're HBO. I've heard shows like anybody who's on HBO, hey, wait a minute, we can do this because we're on HBO. Yeah, look, I mean, season one, there was another group, I can't remember who it was, but they came after the show. Some coalition wanted to get the show off the air. They didn't like the content we were putting out there. You know, I, I mean... At the end of the day, look, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah, exactly. And it is. It's a fantastic show. The writing is awesome. The characters are great. I, I really enjoy the show, even though, you know, it's, it is a dark tale. But you know it going in that this, this heavy topics are going to be included in this show. Yeah, and big up to HBO for putting it out there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a fearless network. It yeah. is. It's a joy to work for them. Uh, let's talk quick about another project that you've got out in theaters right now, Redeeming Love. We actually got a chance to mm. talk to Famke Jansen last week oh, yeah. about the show, about the movie. That character that you play in there seems like a sketchy dude. Yeah, I seem to be playing lots of sketchy dudes lately. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. I guess it's my sketchy dude phase. <laughs> hey, Eric, can you get in touch with your inner sketchy? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, he's not a very likable guy. He's not a very likable guy. <laughs> well, you are a likable guy, so that's got to be interesting to play some oh, characters sorry. that are completely different from you. Well, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> right. Well, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what takes acting? <laughs> I'm just guessing. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I didn't want to throw right it out now. there. Is that right the thing you do? Yeah. Characters. Yeah, I have a black belt and obvious. Really do. Yeah. <laughs> I have a black belt in denial. <laughs> Run with that, okay? Yes. Yes. Yes, brother. Please give us more of that. <laughs> Eric Dane, we're so happy that we got a chance to talk to you today. Euphoria know, right? is on now. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it.